Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Sports Bar with Danger and Bataglia. I'm glad you're excited about Bobby Babbage's defensive coordinator. If you're going to make me the guy, I want to call the plays. No! Mike Danger. Sean McDermott is a control freak. And I think everybody kind of recognizes that the Bills' defense, with Sean McDermott calling the plays, looked like a better defense with Sean McDermott having that additional level of control. To give that up, he's going to give up that element of his job and, and hand it over to a guy who's never done it before? Feels like a bit of a reach. Gene Bataglia. It's not just calling the plays. That's what we as fans and the media will focus on. It's a big deal. But it's, it's the game plan going into the week. That's kind of what Bobby Babbage should be entrusted. I want Bobby Babbage rolling his sleeves up and figuring out, all right, how do we defend here? Bobby Babbage? Mm. That's a strong name. We can now refer to the offense and defense as Bobby Joe. We'll see what kind of condition the Sabres are in as a team because they've been better. More consistently inconsistent. Amherst Crunch starting at 7 tonight. Playing Syracuse as many times as we've had to play them over the last three years has made us a better team. 95.7 FM and AM 950 The Fan. Rochester. Yeah, we have Amherst Hockey for you tonight. I love how Seth Appert describes the Syracuse Crunch as miserable. They're miserable. You hate playing against a team like that. We'll see how the Amherst fare tonight. We'll have uh, our uh, play-by-play starting just after 7 o'clock here on The Fan. Rochester, we welcome you into happy hour in the sports bar with Danger and Bataglia. Appreciate you making us part of your afternoon drive. And 95.7 FM, AM 950, the free-to-download Odyssey app. Or maybe you're streaming the show on our YouTube channel at The Fan Rochester or on Twitch at The Fan Rochester as well. Uh, I'm Mike Danger. That's Gene Bataglia. So Mike McDonald in Seattle, not to be confused with Mike McDaniel in, down in Miami, not to be confused with Josh McDaniels, who is actually looking for work. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do we know about this guy? Well, we know that he uh, kind of has risen through the ranks uh, and spent time not just with Baltimore, he spent time with Jim Harbaugh and his staff at the University of Michigan. He's been the defensive coordinator for the past two seasons in Baltimore this last season, they were the number one defense in points allowed and number six in yards allowed 2022 number three and number nine in the same two categories. So he's got a pretty good resume there with the Ravens and now Seattle gets their guy. Yeah, it's uh, and boy, they went way younger. What Pete Carroll was 72. This guy's 36. So you went from having the oldest coach in the NFL, now to the youngest coach the in the six NFL. The six-year deal always strikes me as crazy for a first-time head coach. We saw it with Canales 
in Carolina. And maybe that's the assurance that a first-time head coach needs when you're going to a franchise that might be a little suspect or might have some some storms on the horizon. And Seattle certainly has that with the pending sale of that organization mm-hmm. here at some point. So to get that insur- assurance, you you go for the six-year deal, but it just feels like... Boy, that's a that's a lengthy term. That's a lengthy term. Why you don't? If you're any good, you don't have to worry about it. That's and it's from a the ownership standpoint. uh, These guys rarely do get to like the last season. You're a coaching free agent. That hardly ever happens. I mean, unless you're in Dallas. Dallas likes to do. Oh yeah, well that that's true. Yeah. Uh, So there you go. Uh, There's one remaining vacancy. In the NFL for a head coach, and it is in D.C. Did I have a bad take yesterday? Because when talking about Ben Johnson, we were just, you know, look, does Ben Johnson, the Lions offensive coordinator, not like money? (laughs) You're going to, what, five times? I think that's conservative. You could get five times your salary if you become the head coach in Washington. And there's reports that he asked for more, whatever it is. Okay, that was the guy they targeted, but... Did Washington really have a plan B? I thought this was a good job danger. I thought, hey, number two overall pick in a draft where you can nearly get your pick of the litter in terms of quarterback, new head coach, you could start off with a new quarterback, and you've got a new owner who's willing to give you the resources, or is there just so much stench around Well, us? do you have a new owner that's willing to give you the resources? I guess that's what we don't know. Like, a year reports that Jim Harbaugh is going to make $16 million per year with the Chargers, and it's like, okay, I mean, it's Jim Harbaugh. I get that. What what does a guy like Ben Johnson command as a first-time head coach? And he probably values himself knowing, hey, I'm going into a situation that's a little bit tarnished. I'm working for an owner who certainly has the money, and it's not like they have to disclose how much I'm making or how much they're paying me. Just pay me what I feel I'm worth, and this is what I feel I'm worth. And if you don't want to pony up, then fine. Good luck out there. And maybe this isn't over. I mean, that's the other part of it. He's said publicly, I'm staying with Detroit. I want to run it back with Detroit. We've seen about faces happen before with these guys. Money talks. And if you really wanted Ben Johnson, and maybe it doesn't come to this, but if you really want him, yeah, you just, what's your price? And you go get him. But I don't know that that's happening in D.C. And I think it does partially have to do with some of that Daniel Snyder stench that's still surrounds the organization it's going to take a little bit of time for their image to rehabilitate yeah it, no linkage to belichick but what's interesting is this story came out today and i don't know if this is belichick already planting seeds or whatnot well actually two stories one out of philadelphia that if nick sirianni didn't agree to the coordinators getting get well then he would have been gone and the top candidate would have been bill belichick in philadelphia I'm sure he would have loved to be with with the Eagles and a team that could kind of win right away. But then Jerry Jones, Jerry Jones in the last 24 hours, just addressing, yeah, about Bill Belichick and I could work with him. Oh, okay. I've already had a head coach. Well, you, you do. And of course you could work with Bill Belichick, but I don't know that every owner can say the same thing because working with Bill Belichick requires that you give up some of your control and you give it to him. And by the way, I think it is of note that both of the coaches that are in this Super Bowl have a lot of control within their organization. I think you need that when you're building an organization, a winning organization. And you certainly have it in Buffalo with the relationship that Bean and McDermott have. You know that Bean is ultimately the decision maker, but it's also McDermott's 
heavy influence on what direction they go. They work well together. They work in tandem. And McDermott, while he doesn't have the title of GM or any other additional titles other than head coach uh, and defensive play caller, as far as we know, we know that he has that much power and weight within the organization. You could argue that he has more power and weight in the organization than Brandon Bean does. Yeah, you cannot forget the fact that Sean McDermott kind of sort of brought in Brandon Bean. That's right. Yeah. But when you look at Andy Reid and the control that he has in Kansas City, you know, they have a GM in Kansas City, but let's face it, it's Andy Reid's show. Same, I would say, for Kyle Shanahan. Like Kyle Shanahan's the guy that wanted to go get Trey Lance. Kyle Shanahan's the guy that admitted a mistake and got off of Trey Lance, right? Like Lynch is there. And again, much like you have in Buffalo, you have a GM and a head coach who you imagine are in direct communication often and work hand in hand. I don't know that the same could be said for a lot of these younger first-time head coaches who are just getting their start and working for a GM or working for a guy that's been there, whatever the case may be. Like if you're looking at what they did in Tennessee and what they're, you know, look what they're doing in Atlanta, he's not a first-time head coach, but he certainly doesn't have the kind of weight. I Morris doesn't have the kind of weight that, that uh, Andy Reed or Sean McDermott has. Yeah, no, uh, Morris. Yeah, right. He, he was down in, in Tampa and we barely remember that it was, it was, it was so quick. I'm just surprised how experience doesn't seem to matter as the head coach. Like, if you lose your head coaching job right now, that is not the trend. We want young. We want a coordinator. We want somebody who is uh, malleable with a GM. And I think ageism is also part of yeah, this. But, but you know, there is one instance where you can't point the finger to ageism. And I think it speaks more to your first point of we have to get somebody who is going to get along with our GM, and that's why Mike Vrabel isn't being considered or hasn't interviewed yet with Washington. It makes no sense to me. Yeah, when he got fired in Tennessee, my initial read on it was, okay, this is the ownership actually doing him a favor is he wants really the New England gig. Well, little did we know that was actually true that – Mr. Mayo, Gerard Mayo, who I once called Mr. Mayo because I couldn't remember, you know, was he Jared, Jared or Mayo? Gerard? Jared Mayo. Hi, Jared. Would you come on with us? My name is Gerard. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, Mr. Mayo. <laughs> sorry, Mr. Mayo. Um, yeah, like like Mike Vrabel, I thought that was the read that Mike Vrabel was going there. No, and the Titans took the high road. Like, they didn't tell you why, which all teams should do. You don't want to plan a story why we let go of this coach. Oh, I think it's pretty clear why they let go of him, right? He didn't get along with the GM. Well, the first GM. Like and the, the sec- second GM. Oh, the second GM. Right. Be- because you built a team that I can't work with, or you- you've got a guy that I can't work with, or whatever the case may be. I mean, with, with Rabel, just from body language alone, did you get the sense that this guy was always frustrated and miserable? <laughs> just always frustrated and miserable with what his team was doing. You never really saw that guy look anything but exasperated as his team was losing games. And I imagine that the the GM there, the new GM there, like, Hey, the first GM you didn't get along with, and you have a case. He moved on from AJ Brown prematurely and drafted, you know, uh, Malik Willis. And you didn't want that. Um, But, but you know, this new GM has got to work out, right? No, it's not going to work out. Okay. Well, then you're gone. Well, getting back to Washington here, because I don't know of any other candidates. We're not hearing like anything coming out of there. Um, Slowick is going to stay with the Texans. That was another name yep. being bandied around. Okay, the the hot coordinator down there. No, he's not going to Washington. That should be another. Maybe that's another sign. Like, <laughs> do they do the thing that we haven't talked about a lot this off season? And it's been a, an evergreen topic every off season. 
He's there. He's in house. He's interviewed. Do they do the thing that we have been saying for years should happen in the NFL? Do they give Eric Bieniemy the head coaching gig? Maybe by default, that's what ends up happening. I don't think Eric Bieniemy did anything. I admire the fact that he bet on himself, right? Hey, I'm in Kansas City. I can't get interviews. What is it going to take? Andy Reid's oh, he got interviews. Credit. He just didn't get legit. Off- yeah, he, right. I mean, like he didn't get offers. I should say. Yeah, yeah. He was brought in, but nothing ever materialized. Um, no, I don't th- expect that to happen either. That would have happened already. Unless it's really we don't have anybody else here. If you're Eric Bieniemy and you know that you're Plan C or Plan D, and they offer you the job, you take it. Right. This is what you've been waiting for. This is the opportunity. It's there. There's nothing in your way. Or is is everything that we've heard about Eric Bieniemy just really it, just media pumping him up? Like, why doesn't he have a job? He should have a job. Like, look, if he's not qualified, he's not qualified. Well, I don't know if he's there's, qualified. there's also like a mark against him back in his college days that if somebody was going to like do a deep dive there, and that was one reason why at the University of Colorado that didn't When we talked to uh, our guy Craig Hoffman, who's there in the district, what did he say? Was it was it race? Did he just flat out say it's yeah. racism? He just flat out came out and said he didn't get it because of because of race. That's why he hasn't been named a head coach. What if that changes? What if the commanders say, you know what? He's our guy. We've heard it for years. He should be a head coach in the NFL. Why isn't he a head coach in the NFL? Well, there's whispers that it's because of his race. All right, well, let's let's do that then. Let's do the right thing. I wonder if Hoffman would say that, that that's at play here now and why they haven't named him the head coach. If he's head coaching material, what's the holdup? Why is he no longer head coaching material? One bad season with a, a, a sinking ship of an organization with a walking dead head coach? I think that's a fascinating element of this that nobody's talking about. Yeah, he was given an interview yeah. for the job. Um, you also have Anthony Weaver, who is the Ravens defensive line coach. Oh, and there's good old Dan Quinn kind of hanging around. So he loses out in Seattle. I don't know. That would be less than inspiring to bring in Dan Quinn. So sorry, Cowboy fans. I think you're going to be stuck with Dan Quinn. I think Cowboy fans are okay with that. You just don't like how the team didn't show up when you needed them to show up. They fell apart. Not in the playoff game, but the last five games of the season, that defense just kind of wilted. Yeah, interesting that 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 opening still exists in Washington. They, they haven't been able to pull the trigger on anybody that they've interviewed. Um, yeah, Vrabel has not interviewed with right, Washington. Right. Like, why wouldn't you... See, that's the thing. I think Atlanta, of all teams, I'm going to give Arthur Smith credit. They talk to anyone and everyone. They like, like, why wouldn't you? You have an opportunity. Give me your thoughts, and maybe you learn something mm-hmm. in reverse there that you can apply. And even though you're not going to so, hire this guy, you said Arthur Smith, Arthur Blank, Arthur Smith, <laughs> yes. new offensive coordinator Sorry. with Pittsburgh that everybody hates. Yeah, yeah, confusing uh, my Arthur. But yes, that. you're right. Blank did cast a wide net, and at minimum, you learn about the candidates that you're talking about, and maybe you learn something new about you that you can apply to your franchise or how your organization is run. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Uh, they do have their GM in Washington, right? They they hired somebody in Washington already to be the GM, so they've got that in place. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just it, yeah, that's it's interesting that they. Uh, that they're the last one, and that you have to wonder how much of that is is the remaining stench 
of the Snyder era around the commanders. At least we don't have like it was back in the fall. You know, where Deion Sanders is going to be a head coach in the NFL. Mm. Nope. No, he's not. Yeah, he's not going anywhere. He's got Navy SEALs working out his team. Is that what yeah. the story is? Love that. Um, also today, uh, while we have the moment here during happy hour, if you were listening to the show on Monday, one of our regulars on X, uh, Peter, reached out to sports bar nemesis, Jay Binkley, 610 Sports in Kansas City. On the, on the, on the slide. Oh, all right, like time out right there. That's a betrayal of trust, right? Like Danger and I were like-minded in this. We come back Monday and we figure out, all right, who do we want to invite on the show? And I'm sorry, I, I think I have a feel for Bills fans. We don't want to hear. We don't want to talk about the Chiefs. No more Chiefs talk. No more. Yes, they're in the Super Bowl, but I don't need to talk about how great the Chiefs are and how great Patrick Mahomes and blah, 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 blah. Okay, great. And who were we talking to on Monday? Well, we're talking to a guest on Monday, and I get a text. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, you got to be kidding me. So I go over. I show Danger my phone, and it's from Binkley. Hey, do you guys want me to call in? Heck no. I don't want you to call in, but he's a friend. I don't want to say no. How do you politely out. tell How him? How do you tell no. him? No. Thanks, but no thanks. No thanks, but no thanks. Well, little I know we're being set up the whole time because he's listening. He's laughing. He's just pointing the finger at us. And all of a sudden the phone rings and Lily's no, we have caller ID. <laughs> I didn't know the whole time this was Peter yeah. engineering this. Yeah, so one of our regulars doing uh, producer work behind the scenes, sliding into Binkley's DMs and requesting that Binkley call us to egg us on. Peter is, it should be noted, Peter is also uh, a Jets fan and he's on two weeks probation. We're not, uh, we're not going to read any of his tweets for the next two weeks. But because he's a Jets fan, I found this article today from the athletic interesting and and we can bring it up because it's the off season and what better way to spend the off season than looking at other teams pointing and laughing yeah it's it it gives you should give you hope as a bills fan because step one for the bills if they want to get another crack at this well you got to win the division let's look at the teams they'll be competing with right okay new england they don't have a quarterback and a first-time head coach okay we'll check back next year with them um well let's look at the miami dolphins oh they don't have a defensive coordinator yet oh you got to pay Tua. yeah it's gonna be tough kind of replicating that but good luck with that brings us to the new york jets mike danger the new york jets who by the way are now only four seasons Four from matching the Buffalo Bills 17-year drought. They are now at 13. 13 years. The I New think York they Jets. can get there. I think they are going strong. I'm a believer. We want we want greatness. Don't just settle for 13 years of a drought. No, we want break the record. Get to do it. Go all in. And boy, this piece in the athletic today lays out just how the Jets could actually pull that off. Because if it doesn't go well this year with a 40-year-old Aaron Rodgers and Robert Sala, they're going to clear the decks again and start from scratch again in New York. That's the problem where they thought, all right, well, then at least Aaron Rodgers will come in and we'll prop up Zach Wilson. Now, this is the part of the story that I think is the least juicy, but from a football standpoint, we were calling the summer. In the summer, everybody looks good. Everybody feels good. Everything is great in the summer. And there's Aaron Rodgers and like, hey, and Zach Wilson, he's the older brother I never had. And I'm going to mentor him. 
BS. You're not mentoring him. You're just saying that you're going to do that because it's Aaron Rodgers and this is my job. And what happened the second that Aaron Rodgers got her? Well, he was flying in from California and he did no work with Zach Wilson. So much for mentorship. By the end of the season, Zach Wilson couldn't stand the guy. Like he just realized what he was. Well, and, and the, the end of the season, you get benched and you're basically like you, you've been told by your coach that you're being benched. You're not going to play the rest of the season. And you're not going to play again. And we're going to find it. We're going to trade you in the offseason. Basically laid it out for him. Like you're having an honest conversation with him until it's not an honest conversation. And you have to go back to him in a few weeks. And that's where the story of Wilson saying, I'm not going in. I don't want to play comes into play. It's like, well, he's saying that because he was told just a couple weeks earlier that he's not going to be a part of the plan for the future. So if you remember that Black Friday game against the Dolphins, that's Tim Boyle with a pick six Hail Mary. Like they lose 30 to nothing. Just shameful well that's so bad we got to go back to Wilson and then we came back and we had we, we talked about this like it got out that hey Wilson has some trepidation going back in oh ha ha you're not really a football player you're a cow all right well then on Tuesday because that's his Super Bowl Aaron Rodgers going on McAfee lighting the Jets on fire we have to stop with all these distractions nobody these leaks these leaks have to stop yeah so what Who reacts to this? The head coach, like he's working for Aaron Rodgers. And this is the part of the story I love. So the next day, Robert Sala calls his staff. And it's almost like he's offering everybody an olive branch. Says, gentlemen, we have a leak in the staff. And if you admit to this right now, uh, you will not be punished. So who would like to step forward? Crickets. Okay, well, then I'm going to take your cell phones. We're going to figure this out. Oh, boy. Okay. Yeah. To adults. Not your teenage daughter. To adults. To adults. Yeah, that's great. To adults. Like, And you're, you're reacting to this by, based on some guy that's across the country who's not really with your team right now. Yeah. You invited that into your locker room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it starts at the top, man. We say it all the time. Dysfunction starts at the top. There's nothing dysfunctional about Woody Johnson. He's cool. He's a cool cat. Now, dude. when I saw him week one... Wearing that gaudy chain, the shirt open. Like, what is this? Who? That's the owner of the New York freaking Jets. Billionaire owner acting like that, looking like that. You know, like we, we get on quarterbacks for wearing their hats backward. What are we saying about the owner, the billionaire owner that shows up blinged out? That, that is That is just an alien living in his alien world that nobody would check him. If you came in here danger and you worry something ridiculous, be like, yeah. what are you doing? Nobody's saying that to a billionaire. Yeah. So that that's just years of living in your own world here. Right. Where nobody's going to check you. Right. And that was all I needed to be like, that's the owner of the jets. No wonder they are where they are. And it's not like they haven't been through this before. This is the exact same storyline from Brett Favre with the only exception being they didn't release Rogers. Well, they release Rodgers. They can't release Rodgers. No, right? he's there next he's year. He's back next year on a, on a repaired Achilles and at age 40. Look, the only hope that offense has is for him to get the ball out quick. I know they'll address offensive line as best they can. But if you're Aaron Rodgers, behind the offensive line that they had this year, you're not making it through the season. I don't care if it was four plays or 400 plays. You're you're not making it through the season. Well, the the, uh, the bulk of this, too, we're talking about Salah and, and Rodgers. 
as you would expect, Nathaniel Hackett and his deficiencies oh. just kind of magnified. One source quoting that there has never been a coach that looked at so little film during training camp, um, never making adjustments. The week two game against Micah Parsons, the offensive line coach is saying, uh, Dwayne Brown can't do this. We've got to come up with a plan. Nope. So Micah Parsons feasted two sacks, four quarterback pressures, big win for the Cowboys in week two, as you might expect. And Hackett, it gives you this impression. He's the guy in college that wouldn't study until 2 a.m. the night before the exam. Like, literally, he would go through the week, and his other coaches wouldn't hear from him. Yeah. Like, what are you doing all week? He's buddies with Rodgers. That's basically That's where it ends. Yeah. To keep the college analogy going, they're frat, they're frat brothers. I mean, they're they're just they're in it together, and that's pretty much it. But he's not really good. I mean, all you needed... Like, head coaches don't go out of their way to slam others in their profession but what Sean Payton said at the beginning of the season about Nathaniel Hackett was fantastic. And it turns out probably true that that was one of the worst coaching jobs he had ever seen. What he had left behind in Denver was an absolute mess. And now you're hearing a lot of the same out of the Jets organization in terms of what Nathaniel Hackett brings to the table. It's not very much. Now, you, you have this other story today. Danger, is this related or not? I never heard of Rex Hogan. He's the assistant GM. He was fired. Apparently not today. Just news came out today that he was fired. Uh, oh, excuse me. M- mutual parting I ways, wonder if Salah got a hold of his cell phone. <laughs> That's it. I wonder <laughs> if he looked at his cell phone and said, aha, wait a second. Diana Rossini's in your cell phone. Yeah. You did this. There's a receipt of you and uh, Diana Rossini having drinks at a bar. Aha. Get out of here. Rogers dictated that you need to go. We need to stop the leaks. It's a mess. It's a mess. And if you're a Bills fan, it's got to at least make you think going into next year. All right. Well, there, there's a team that is going to remain what we thought they are, what they, we think they are. And Salah's probably best suited to be a defensive coordinator. He doesn't look like he's a head coach. I don't think he's a very good head coach. I don't think he, how he's handled some of these players and, and and this locker room is anything to write home about. I get the frustration with Zach Wilson, but man, you can't tell a kid one week, hey, we're going to trade you in the offseason, ride the pine the rest of the season, and then two weeks later with your tail between your legs, go, hey, uh, yeah, we kind of need you to go back in there. It also brings up the fact, too, and this is what bringing Rodgers in is problematic. Um, he's really the de facto GM. He goes down, and they're having a meeting. Okay, should we bring in Chad Henney? The name Joe Flacco actually comes up. There was another name. All these veterans that are, well, they're not great, but better than Tim Boyle. Yeah. And certainly Zach Wilson, you know what he was at that point. But no, they didn't want to upset Rodgers. They don't want anybody winning. <laughs> I think how crazy that is. Yeah. And then so there's another source, another AFC uh, GM, as the story goes, that um, – Talking about, uh, no, Aaron Rodgers is not the assistant GM. Joe Douglas is the assistant GM. It's fantastic. And then you got guys that you brought in, guys like Alan Lazard, not making uh, you know making waves with some of his comments when he's not putting up the kind of stat line that uh, commands the money that he's earning. The defense frustrated with the offense. Just an overall unorganized, dysfunctional mess. Robert Sal is not a leader. That's my my takeaway from this. I think he lead a defense, but I think that's where it ends. 
I don't think he's a good head coach. Well, he's going to... He's making privately the Vic Fangio. Vic Fangio could win in Denver because he didn't have a quarterback. Oh, he did the boy. studies. He, he looked into which coaches, how coaches managed through not having a quarterback. And it's all the same. Like, we got great defense. We got a great defense. We have a great defense that resents the hell out of your offense. And now you've got a divided locker room and no unity because you have an offense that can't score points and a defense that's doing everything they can to do their job. You've got a, a, a diva quarterback who brings in all of his friends, friends who are critical of the team's performance when they're not performing at the level they need to be performing at. Again, just a dysfunctional mess. Cheers, Peter. That's your New York Jets. Thanks for reaching out to Binkley in the DMs. Makes me feel better about the Mets when I read about the Jets, too. Let's not mistake that. <sighs> Two weeks away they from are, pitchers and catchers. They dude. are the baseball equivalent of the New York Jets. I mean, they have a little bit more. They've got more winning on their side, but the the post they get to the postseason, I guess, a little bit more than the Jets do. Yeah, true, but yeah, come on. I mean, Jets fans and Mets fans are kind of parallel, right? They live parallel lives. Notice I've been staying down. It's the new me. Talk about New Year's resolutions, blah blah blah. <laughs> I'm telling you, everything's going to be fine this year, and then. And then I see it. The Mets will get in as a as a wild card, and then I, I will just kind of nod and you know look at people like Catalana and Fates right in the eye. And, so we don't get uh, we don't get you boasting in the month of May about the Mets at all. No, no, no. Roll the tape. Okay, roll. All right. Got it. I think the Mets are doing to you what the Knicks did to you years ago. No, maybe that's also it too. Yeah, the Knicks. You just the Knicks are good now. Yeah, the Knicks are good. They're, they're playing well. But you, you're not allowing yourself I'm just, I'm to, not, to buy I, I, in. I think everybody else is like, could this actually be? Like Trista last night, she's saying this is a team that could go to the finals. Whoa, 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 whoa. It was yeah. a fantastic month. They're doing things that haven't been done in, in decades yeah. here. Yeah, I, I'm watching the Knicks again. This is fun. I like Brunson. It's a fun player. I like OG. You know, look, he's out of the lineup right now. Yeah. Randall will be coming back. They're doing this with a couple guys in the lineup. Yeah, yeah they're fun. At least they're fun. Uh, we got to get to shots next in the sports bar. Yeah, we will uh, be talking about the Knicks, but uh, the storyline on some other team in New York City that we also forget about. Homecoming night tonight, danger for Kevin Durant. We'll get to that. Ah. Syracuse basketball. Yeah, can we put the rest of any postseason talk? I think we can. Update on ticket prices. And uh, finally, uh, you know, just kind of a story about uh, college basketball I found funny. Last call on the way before 6 o'clock as well. We go to the phones at 585-866-4FAN, 866-4326. You're listening to the Sports Bar with Danger and Battaglia. On 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan Rochester. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Fan Rochester Sports Update. It's hockey night tonight in the Flower City. The Amherst taking on Syracuse. Head coach Seth Thapper expects this to be a battle. They're miserable, and, and that makes them great. You know, and, and uh, they're a hard team to play. They're big. They're heavy. Their decor is massive. They're physical. Uh, they're very structured. Uh, probably the most structured team in our division in terms of defensive style of play. Devin Levi down from Buffalo. Levi to get the starting goal tonight for the Amherst. Don Stevens will be by at 7 o'clock with a call tonight here on the Fan Rochester. Only one head coaching vacancy left in the NFL. That's in Washington. Today, the Seattle Seahawks hiring Mike McDonald. McDonald, a 36-year-old that was the Ravens defensive coordinator. New York Jets today firing assistant GM Rex Hogan. Gene Battaglia on the sports leader, the Fan Rochester. The only way to take the Fan Rochester with you is the free Odyssey app. Download it today and follow the sports leader, 95.7 FM and AM 950, the Fan Rochester. Round of shots in the sports bar. We were talking about it going into break. At minimum, the Knicks are fun to watch again. They are now the third seed in the East. They leapfrog past Philadelphia. And for the first time since 1994, they won 14 games in a calendar month. Now, last I could say, oh, Utah, who cares? Well, it was the second night on a back-to-back. They were uh, Monday in Charlotte winning. That's impressive when you consider that both Julius Randle and O.J. Onunabe were out because of injury. Now, Philadelphia losing at Golden State. The Knicks now in third place. Speaking of Philadelphia... MVP candidate Joel Embiid was to undergo an MRI today. Embiid has missed the Sixers' previous two games because of knee soreness. Uh, Embiid missing three games earlier in January due to left knee swelling. Uh, Ramona Shelburne reporting the injury is something uh, that they're just going to have to manage for the rain- remainder of the season. Doesn't sound too serious. Although, consider this, he can only miss five more games before becoming ineligible for postseason awards, including the MVP. That's because of the league's new rule requiring a minimum of uh, 65 games to Is qualify. that supposed to motivate players from load management? Is that what that, that yes, is? Yes, that's correct. So if you're Embiid, it feels like this is a re- this is an evergreen topic every year at this time. We're talking about how Embiid is starting to break down a little bit. Right. Well, does Philadelphia do him a solid? Because when he's out there, and again, point per game pace, that the point per minute, I should say, point per minute pace, like that, that is MVP. You're talking Will Chamberlain type he's of He's the best player in the league. Yeah. Do they do him a solid, like put him out there for the first 30 minutes, first minute, 30 seconds, whatever it is. And okay, 
you're playing, but you're not playing. But it's if it's if it's more than just soreness of the knee. Like, what is it with the knee? Is it just being overworked? Is it a swelling? Is it a you know? Does it need to be drained? Is it, is I guess I I want to know what that MRI is all about. Yeah. So that's kind of a storyline to follow. Boston College. Oh, before we get to that, NBA tonight on the schedule. There was one game on ABC tonight. Phoenix at Brooklyn. First game for KD back in Brooklyn. Mm. Get ready for the tribute video. Why? Why are we doing this? Why are we doing tribute videos? Apparently there is going to be a tribute video. He did nothing for you. I mean, he showed up. Okay, I guess he, he... Battled through the adversity of having Kyrie. He got you. I, okay, you you lost to Milwaukee in the conference finals the one year. Yeah, big deal. Yeah. Like the center of drama. Yeah, who cares? No. Uh, Boston College went on a twenty-one zero run against Syracuse. Ah, uh, yeah, Syracuse not a bubble team, folks. No, Sorry, you sure? no, no. When you see a team like Georgia Tech rise up and beat North Carolina at home, you don't think Syracuse can do something like that? Syracuse had won uh, the last 11 against Boston College in the series, dating back to 2017. Oops. Uh, Syracuse now 2-4 and four on the road. Uh, the defense couldn't get any stops. Boston College 30 of 50 from the floor, 10 of 20 from three. And they out-rebounded Syracuse by 10. Uh, the Orange play at Wake Forest for Saturday night. I will say, I mean, they, they didn't quit. I mean, the, the Orange had every reason to be dejected, but they were fighting even to the very end. But... Man, when you look around the rest of the ACC, I'm with you. I'm like, oh, God, I don't see how these guys stack up. Even a team that we normally would like look down on, like a Georgia Tech, can can rise up and beat anybody on, on a night like last night where they beat North Carolina. North Carolina is the third best team in the nation, and it didn't matter. Georgia Tech did what they needed to do. The ACC is stacked, and Syracuse just doesn't. No, Syracuse is going to be like the eight or nine seed. They will get flicked away like a bug, and you don't make even the NIT. So Mm. it's going to be a quiet. Hopefully, I'm wrong on that. Ticket market for the Super Bowl. Um, We could set the record for average price. According to third-party data, the least expensive price to get in right now is over 8,500. The most expensive, a suite located at the 30-yard line for 60 grand. 60 grand for the suite. 8500 plus for the cheapest ticket? When I say suite, I mean it's a seat in the suite. It's uh-huh. like a private club kind of thing. So there's just one seat for 60 grand. Um so the average right now is at 11 grand a seat. Uh the record actually and I don't know if this would count or not. It was the COVID Super Bowl limited seating uh, seating driving the price uh, just above 15 grand. Uh, yeah, look. Um I, I might talk a big game and say, like, hey, if the Bears make it to the Super Bowl, I'm going to find a way to go to the Super Bowl because you never know when your team can get there, yeah. right? It's a special, special thing. And if you're a Bills fan, you probably allow yourself to imagine a world where you make the Super Bowl. Are you prepared to make that sort of an investment? I can't afford that. Like, literally, you're restructuring things in your own finances or you're taking out a loan. Right. You, you, need, to, yeah. you need some sort of in or some sort of... You need to, to ride the coattails of somebody important. And by the way, is somebody who went to it, and I know this was a while ago, but it hasn't changed. It's only gotten worse. The Super Bowl as an event on site is kind of overrated. You're not really with fans. You're with friends and family members of players from around the NFL. And of course, all the corporate sponsors, and you've heard it all before. It's an event, and I'm glad I got to check it off my bust. But if you're telling me, I would have to pay, what's the average? 11, 11 grand, grand for one seat. 
I don't know if I'm doing it. I don't know if I'm doing it. That's, that's a lot, man. Even if it's a like, oh, you never know. This might be the one time. Well, put it this way. I mean, if it's a team where you're with fans, Sabres Cup final, I'm going way, way back. It was in that building for game six. Like all the electric against the stars. Mm-hmm. Like those are the things that you, you remember. I was in that. Them. I was at that game too. I was also at the uh, comeback game against the Oilers. Oh, were you? Yeah. Well, funny. Cause you weren't, uh, no, I was you, there. You weren't in Rochester. Dude, at that every, point. You, you were there. Oh, I wait was a second. there. So if I went in the comeback game, I would have been 21. You would have been 17. Mm-hmm. You drove from Minnesota all the way to Buffalo. Yeah. I, I had a, uh, you know, we wrote, we uh, carpooled <laughs> road trip. Oh. Yeah. We, I was there. So is everybody. Ask anybody. They were there. They'll tell you. They'll tell you the story of Frank Reich. They'll, everybody knows. Everybody I'm going to bring there. in my ticket stub. I will prove it to you. Okay. A uh, story. And we didn't get to this one. I think it's worth bringing up. Uh, the story that makes you ask, why didn't you do this sooner? USA Hockey is now mandating that all players 18 and under are going to wear a neck guard. The new policy also extends to 19-year-olds at the boys' uh, girls' junior level. Uh, it was former Penguin Adam Johnson's death that caused this change. The 29-year-old Johnson took a blade to the neck in November. By the way, uh, the authorities still don't know what to do over there in, the, in regards to that case. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's a mess. It's terrible. More safety. Good thing. The NHL uh, this week has been unbearable. Yeah. Unbearable. Yeah. I mean, the, the story of Calgary putting out this tweet, it, it is the most tone deaf thing I ever read. So one of these five, again, the terrible allegation. Uh, in regards to uh, sexual misconduct, in regards to the 2018 uh, Canadian junior team. Okay. And as it turns out, four of these five guys are playing in the NHL today. So they're being required to turn themselves in. We don't know anything else. London police would let them do their job, right? Okay. So back on January 21st, the Flames put out a tweet for Dylan Dubay, one of these players, saying that Dylan Dubay is taking a leave of absence to work on his mental health and he'll be cared for by mental health professionals oh. and that we ask for privacy at this time. So they put that out like as a shield because they knew or do you think they didn't know and they were just going to well, say? Well, because then yesterday everybody like this took off. Like what on earth? How could you? That that's revolting. Yeah, that is revolting. using mental that, health you, that, that as is, a shield for this for, terrible thing for that you're accused of. Yeah. Like that is revolting. Now, do you buy? Because then the flames quickly said we had no idea what this was all about. Mm. Okay, e, then you're ignorant, and that's just as bad. Yeah. Well, I. I was actually just talking about the schedule this week because it's been pretty bad. I mean, the games that they're offering oh. up this week leading up to the All-Star game. Oh, like, that too. Like, yeah, just like, brutal. I mean, we, I want to, to consume more right now, knowing that we don't have football this weekend. We have to wait until the Super Bowl and that the season's winding down. And uh, what do I get? Sharks and Ducks? I was listening to Marty Baran today. Sens he and was, Red Wings? He was going off on this. Why don't we have Connor McDavid in prime time? Thank you. Why don't we have Boston and the Rangers? Why don't we... Why don't we have all teams going all in except the Sabres and other teams? Oh, here, yeah. have a week off. And, and, and here's, a, here's a memo to the NHL about your All-Star game. No one cares. Yes, but in their bubble, in their alien, in their alien world, in their vacuum, in their echo chamber, Gene. Echo chamber is correct. Everything, everything is fine. 
and none of this negative stuff is going to affect them. They're going to be they're going to be just fine. Look at the great the pomp and circumstance of All Star Weekend in Toronto. I mean, like it's it's on, man. Nobody's going to say anything negative. None of this negative, none of these negative narratives are going to stop the NHL PR machine, man. They are all about it. It's a All Star game, man. Yeah, you you had Monday night NBA saying, you know what? Yeah, people are going to have like a fixing for football. Come on in and watch 12 games in the NBA on Monday night compared to one for the NHL. All right, quickly, one more because we're running late. Yeah, just one uh, college basketball note. Fan bases, student athletes. You can do things to help your home team. That's what makes it fun when you're a college student. Let's try to distract the opponent at the free throw line. This comes to us from Holy Cross of all places against Boston University. The Crusaders getting assists from their swimming team. Men's swim practice had just wrapped up. The guys decided they could help out the basketball team by going out in their Speedos and waving their arms up and down. Oh, good. Yeah, the swimmers got loud applause for the efforts. Uh, uh, the Boston University player commonly hitting both free throws. <laughs> so it didn't really work. It didn't but they, work, yeah. They tried. They tried. That's good. That's a different level of focus by Boston University. I can appreciate that. Last call next, if we have time, 866-4326. The fan Rochester. Guys, the moment is here. It's your chance to shine. The spot that Del Monte has the secret for the best Valentine's Day gift ever. Nothing says I love you more than a gift card to the spot that Del Monte. They may not tell you what they actually want for Valentine's Day, but a gift card from the spot that Del Monte will show how much you've been paying attention. Gift cards are available for purchase in store or online at DelMonteSpa.com. You're listening to the Sports Bar with Danger and Vitaglia. On 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan Run. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Chester, they've raised the bar on Rochester Sports Talk. You're in the Sports Bar with Danger and Battaglia on the Sports Leader, 95.7 FM and AM 950 The Fan, Rochester. Last call on The Fan. We welcome you back into the Sports Bar. It's Danger and Battaglia. Appreciate you making us part of your afternoon routine. However you may be listening, the free to download Odyssey app locally at 95.7 FM, AM 950 or the video stream that we have up live for you on our YouTube channel at The Fan Rochester, also on Twitch at The Fan Rochester. Tomorrow, we talk some Senior Bowl. Yeah, I think the Senior Bowl is the one event danger where the practices are way more interesting than the actual thing itself. You know, you will be watching probably on Saturday, but you want to know, hey, which wide receivers? What about this kid from Georgia? What about? We're going to talk to one of the best. Uh, that's Thor Nystrom. He's our uh, guy on yeah. the scene. Thor Nystrom joins us from Mobile tomorrow uh, at 425. If you miss Sal Capaccio, if you miss PJ Glasser, get them on demand now in the Odyssey app. Search out the Sports Bar, JR Sport Brief next. You're listening to the Sports Bar with Danger and Battaglia. 
on 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan Rochester. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 